0: At KeyBank, we understand what you need to run a middle market company. We bring a team of strategists and problem solvers to design and deliver solutions critical to your business's success. KeyBank offers industry expertise, investment banking and capital markets, payment automation, loans and lines of credit, plus equipment financing. Connect with your local KeyBank team. Learn more at key.com slash commercial.
1: Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups, the good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here on the Grit Daily Startup Show. You know, Brian, we love to talk about the world of startup on this show the good, the bad, and what we like to call the gritty. So I'm curious to learn what your experience has been in the world of startup. But before we get into all that, let's back up a little bit, help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory and what really brought you to present day with what you're working on uh, with IntelliPeer.
0: Sure. I'm uh, currently the Chief Marketing Officer for IntelliPeer. Prior to that, I've spent many decades sitting in the world of communications uh, dating back to my days uh, in in more traditional PBX contact center environments, evolved over time into uh, the video conferencing space uh, with companies the likes of Polycom and video, which introduced me into the world of communications APIs, which was something that
1: really excited me and uh, led me to my journey here at Intellipier several years later love it so what does IntelliPeer do what problems do you guys solve and what exactly do you guys do sure
0: so Intellipeer real easily is a communications application platform what does that mean um if you think about if you think about the world of communications apis um most people would associate that with like a twilio is somebody who you can take you can plug and play communications apis for things like a voice call an sms omni-channel communications what we provide is, is an evolution of that communications landscape, providing low-code, no-code applications for automation of calls before they're coming into a contact center or, or a PBX to better treat that call for, for that customer to self-serve and or be handed off to an agent with intelligence.
1: Amazing. So, and I was ask for the guests on the show when they explained something that may be a little over some of our listeners' heads because they're not familiar with the technology. No. How could you explain that to you know a five-year-old? Absolutely. So everyone
0: is familiar with Uber. That's a really, it's a real easy use case. Uh, when you're in Uber, you can, you can go and you can, you can get yourself uh, a car to come and pick you up. Well, within that Uber application, you could also click to dial your, uh, your driver. So that way you can speak to him face-to-face or ear-to-ear, if you will. Um, that's, a, that's an API call. And by an API call, I mean, it's not a traditional phone call where you're dialing, you're dialing the the, the seven digit numbers and his phone rings. It's an API call, which is similar, but it's not. It, it's it's different. It's an API call, not a traditional voice call. Well, APIs can span the entire world of communications, SMS, voice, chatbots. Um, IVRs, so when you dial into it, when you call into a 1-800 number, these are all methods of, of self-service. And we have an underlying communications API platform, but it is what we leverage is a low-code, no-code visual design tool for customers to go and build very complex communications workflows without the need of, of, of a developer. So. Our time to market is faster. The lack of the the, the 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 need for developer resources is no longer there, and we're providing better, more contextual communications and improved customer experience for
1: for our customers. Love it. So, what are you guys excited about for 2023? Wow, I'm really I'm excited about a lot of things. I think the market. Um,
0: you know, you, you never like to uh, you never like to celebrate downtimes in markets, but downtimes in markets generally. Um, create new create new environments for customers because they have to rethink how they invest, how they're going to approach different uh, plans that they had had. Things like the pandemic changed the overall communications landscape for us because people had to think about work from home. They had to think about, you know, agents no longer being in the contact center. Well, when we came out of the pandemic, everyone went to go ramp up and accelerate their communications platform changes, going to buy new contact centers, going to buy new PBX platforms. When the economy slows down, people have to rethink. Well, how can I how can I accelerate my needs around customer experience? But I don't have the I don't have the investment dollars right now to go and flip my flip my uh flip my platform, my contact center, my PBX. And that's really where automation is really starting to come into play. People are really starting to think through, how can I leverage an automation platform to modernize the platform that I'm using without having to go and reinvest all of my dollars to flip to flip my, my platform as a whole? The, the The world of automation is really transformed today because customers used to think about automation of how do I get a human to another human most effectively? But now it's, how do I leverage things like AI, machine learning, to make sure that if a customer can self-serve, that those calls are being completely self-served and isolated without having to reach that, that end that end agent? Because that is ineffective, if you will, to think about an agent having to pick up every phone call. So if I have very simple tasks that can be self-served, I want to be able to provide that to my customer. And in a world of decreasing workforce, decreasing investment dollars, automation is coming to the forefront of a lot of customers' uh, business decisions yeah it is at, at a rapid pace, All right. Like so, I said, you never want to celebrate downturns in a market, but sometimes they 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 play in your favor when you're in that right spot,
1: yeah. I mean, listen, the pandemic got everybody on Zoom. I mean, you got to celebrate all the you know, the ways. exactly. Right? It brings forth new
0: technologies. Telemedicine wasn't a thing, really, until people were forced to do it. It's when you have critical moments in time in right. economic or things like pandemics that force different consumption of consumers. And that always forces change in technology. And we're in the middle of that right
1: now. You absolutely are. Most definitely. So when we talk about the world of startup, what would you say the worst part of the startup process is? The worst part of the startup process? I think the worst part of the startup process is, is gaining
0: critical mass. And by critical mass, I mean, it. Could, critical mass mean a number of things. It could be Resources to develop. It could be as simple as when you're in the communication space, it's brand, you know, trying to break through in a, in a world that is very muddied with very large businesses. Um, and so having a very concise, very clean message that customers understand is, is, you know, is the easy part. The challenging part of that is breaking through, you know, all of the other mess that you hear with all the other companies in this space. These are established markets that we play in. And, uh, you know, being a disruptor in this space can be difficult at times. Yeah,
1: most definitely. What would you say the the grittiest part of the startup process is? The grid, that's easy. When you have, when you have lack of resources, when I say lack of resources, you may not
0: have the resources that you had at a much larger company. You have smaller teams that have to roll up their sleeves and wear multiple hats. Everything that we do is gritty, whether it be, you know, looking at how do we reallocate budget to be most effective to reach markets. But I don't, while my teams have roles, you know, but none of them, none of them wear that role exclusively. And we all work really well together. I think one of the the biggest challenges is getting that that cultural piece to make sure that you have people that you trust to go and do anything at any time. It's it's next batter up a lot of times. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, it's a peer environment, right? All right. Absolutely. Um- unintended ladies and gentlemen a Little A <laughs> comedy here on the great day of the startup show well brian it's been great to to, to meet you and learn more about what you guys have built over in and wishing you guys you know ongoing success looks like you got a real handle on what you guys are doing here and bringing solutions uh to the world any final thoughts for our listeners
0: yeah i mean for for, for us you know when we think about the world of communications it, you know sometimes uh we have to look outside of tradition, and I think right now we're in a we're in a place where the market has been defined by traditional platforms. And uh, you know, as I said, sometimes it's it's hard to break through the noise, but there are a lot of companies that can help them with their with their needs in a very challenging market. Uh, I believe we're one of those businesses, and I believe that automation is is something that is going to really revolutionize how people think about uh, customer experience moving forward.
1: Yeah, nobody wants to call an eight hundred number and wait on hold forever to just be disconnected. No.
0: No, how how fast can I hit double zero to get me out of that get me oh, out of that hole? But now, you know, the funny thing is that things like AI and all, self-service has gotten to be so much better. I used I used to hate self-service
1: and that's no longer the case. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's definitely well as technology continues to improve, it gets easier and easier. Brian, thanks again for your time. Really appreciate you being on the show. Wishing you guys nothing but the best. Thank you. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Up to $26,000 per employee? They call it the 15-minute refund, but it's not a gimmick. It's for business owners who stuck it out during the pandemic. The Employee Retention Tax Credit, or ERTC. But time is running out to get started. Talk to the experts. JWC Advisors at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Who are they? CPAs who will keep you on the right side of the IRS. So do it the right way. Go to iHeartTaxRefunds.com. That's iHeartTaxRefunds.com.